This is why it's, it's so key. The mistake most people make is they chase new business. Today's show is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com, where we help you, the entrepreneur, stop working so hard. Check us out, WinTheHourWinTheDay.com. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey guys, have you ever wondered how to hire the perfect virtual assistant for your business? Well, wait no longer. August 10th, I'm doing a free masterclass with all kinds of takeaways and value bombs. Grab the link in the show notes. You don't want to miss it. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. I am your host, Chris Ward, and today we have Colin Scotland, and he refers to himself as a marketing communication well, he doesn't say guru. I'm going to call him that. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the show, Colin. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay. I love just to dive right in. Okay. So first of all, marketing, such a broad umbrella, but what you're saying is, look, you like to swim in the opposite direction. You like to look at more minute tactical things that it doesn't require a big marketing budget or a huge strategy, but there's stuff that we can do every day, all day that really is under the umbrella of marketing. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it's all about, it's all about the relationships that we create. Chris, you know, and often people confuse marketing with with the tactics. The tactics alone don't drive relationship. People drive relationships. There's a big difference there, right? I think for so many of us, you know, I'm a marketing strategist by trade as well. And what it sounds like, it always sounds like big budgets pushing a message out. But really marketing is, you know, is anything you do to communicate your your brand, your expertise, your whatever. And there's so many pockets and elements to marketing. So with you, um, I know we were chatting a little bit, one of your passion, and I can't wait to dive into this because I'm all about this myself, is customized outreach. And you talked about doing videos, correct? Yeah. So the, the, you're always got to, you've always got to be looking for ways that you can zig when everybody else is zagging, right? Ways that you can swim against the, against the stream. And so doing things a little bit differently is what drives that video is such a powerful, still underutilized um, medium for that. Yeah. Isn't that interesting to me? Because I'll tell you, and I almost hate talking about it because it's my secret weapon up until this point until everybody else does it. <laughs> so I use, I mean, there's all these really great pl platforms out there now. And I use BombBomb. Uh, we were so lucky. We had the founder of BombBomb on the show as well. And what's fantastic about this is it not only is a video, but what happens is when somebody receives that in their email, they see a little GIF. So whatever I do the first three seconds, they see me like holding up their name or doing whatever. And I get a lot of compliments on that, like a lot. Even when somebody, let's say, introduces me an email introduction to somebody else, I don't send back a reply, even though they sent me one, you know, written out. 
I send them back a video say, Hey, I'm really super excited to meet you. And I, and then, you know, I'm a breathing person with a tone and a personality and, and the response I get that is like instantaneous. Like we're instantly best friends and they just love it. And they think they say it was such a personal touch and all this other stuff. And honestly, honestly, it took me way less time than typing it out. And, you know, and then when you're trying to be charming and you're replying into an email, I find that much harder backspace, 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 make it look like, you know, like adding, you know, conversational chat to an email, I find a little harder. Right. So yeah, that is something that has really worked for me as well as the video outreach. Me too. One of the most opened emails that I've ever sent is, Hey, Chris, I made you a video dot, dot, dot. And that yeah. just that in itself is so powerful. And you're right. It's actually people think, oh, it's it's a bit scary. It's a bit daunting. It's difficult. It's easier than typing because you don't have to, like you say, introduce introduce the conversational elements, write it, rewrite it. Wow. It, it's, it's easier and infinitely more powerful because it feels very personal to the person that you're sending it to because it, it is. It is. Yeah, it really is. And you know what, though? It's interesting to me where it begins and ends because I have tested that with um, our email broadcast. So I thought, oh, it's easier just to do a video than to write out a thing every week. And I didn't find that worked as well because I think what people could do is they can scroll the email really quickly and hop into some key points where the video, they have to press play. But I guess, you know, as we talk, as I'm talking out loud, you don't need to participate. I'm now sorting all this out myself. <laughs> I guess as I, <laughs> as I guess as I talk out loud, it wasn't a personal video to them. So it was, you know, it could be interpreted as here's going to be a pitch or I have to open the door and walk in and see what she wants to share, but it's not directed at me. So you're right. It's the customized outreach. It's that makes it so powerful. It does. But what you've got to, uh, people have to appreciate is we're always, it's always a trade-off. There's always a, a balance between mm. the individual. So me sending you a video, Chris, or me sending a video out to a list of 10,000 people. There's a balance we're looking for. We're looking right. for mass customization, you know, and, yeah. and you're trying to find that balance between the absolute personalization to the individual and the personalization or the, the essence of the personalization at scale, because it mm. depends, doesn't it, on your niche, your industry, what is possible. If you've got, I've got clients with hundreds of thousands of people on their email lists, it wouldn't be possible to do a, a, an right. individual video to every single one of those guys, you know? Right. Now, when you talk about that, you know, one of your, you know, passionate conversations is about overlooking the context that we already have. So reaching out and as you say, watering th those relationships, what does that look like for you? What, what, sh what should we be doing there? A spreadsheet? How often should we do it? How do we track that? I've, I've lost track of how many conversations I've had with clients. And when I ask them, what are you sending out to people that have already paid you money that are already doing business with you? They kind of look back at me with a, with glazed eyes, you know? And so, so, just having a mechanism, a process whereby you methodically reach out backwards to the people that have already, they're already in your world. You've already done all of the hard work to build relationship, to create connection, to actually transact with these people. And yet often we let them fall off a cliff. So practically reaching out to, to five or 10 people who you've not, who you've lost contact with, who you've not, you've not spoken with, engaging with these people can be so powerful because 
the reality of growth of any business is that it doesn't come from new business. It comes mm. from repeat business, from referral, from social shares, from re recommendations, and that comes through relationship. This is why it's it's so key. Mo the, the mistake most people make is they chase new business, business yeah. growth. M massive brands aren't created by chasing new business. It's a part mm. of it, of course it is, but it's not the be all and end all. The be all and end all is that relationship that you, you develop, grow, and then nurture with existing clients. I think for me personally, and it's so interesting, like, you know, marketing again is such a broad aspect. And even as a marketer, it's like trying to operate on yourself. So what I would say is, I know for me with my private coaching clients and we have, we, we have different levels. So we've got one-on-one -on -one, and then we've got one to group, but the groups we have, we, they're still kind of private because the biggest we have in those groups are three people. So I don't send them videos because I see them three times a month, right? However, we are now about to start what we call winner circle. So we're going to really get into some group work where, you know, we could have whatever 50 people in this group, you know, as a long-term goal, we're going to be doing hot seats, Q and A's, all this stuff, delivering a lot of value to these people on a weekly basis. And it's going to be live. So it's not, you know, it's not an info product. It's group work, really powerful group work. So I think what happens is I've always dropped the ball on, you know, we talk about your existing clients. Well, many of, you know, myself, service-based entrepreneurs and ones, you know, that are you guys out there listening to this often have just whatever, 10 or 15 clients they deal with all the time. But I think now that we talk about this out loud, this is like business therapy. You people just <laughs> do what you do. Me, I'm talking to Colin. I think when I start the group and the group starts to get powerful, then that's where I could lean into what does work for me and send somebody a video saying, hey, thank you so much. You know, I really enjoy your participation in the group. This is what I think you bring to. I'm really glad to see you learning how to do this. Boom, boom, boom. So sustaining and nurturing those relationships, you know, that maybe even are at scale is something that I think I might have overlooked until I spoke to you today. It's it's overlooked by most people and you can yeah. do some very practical and simple things. I've just come off the back of one of my mastermind groups before uh, we chatted today. And I made myself a few notes in the call. Some of the stuff that some of those people, this small group of, of six entrepreneurs, some of the stuff that they those guys contributed in that session really bowled me over. So I made notes and then later mm. today or tomorrow, I'm going to record those guys a short video message to say, hey, Aaliyah, that contribution you made today was just outstanding. And I would love for you to consider how this could work for you in that area. And just to layer on that value that's that's bringing back, that's a very small but really achievable step that anybody could take. It's just, it's an approach rather than a step, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I, what I do is like, it's just, I guess we're all so busy and we're going so fast and all this stuff. Although anyone that listens to me knows I'm all against that. I'm all about stopping you from working so hard. That's the foundation of everything with when the hour, when the day, but what happens is you jump into your email and the goal is always like a, you know, video game just to squash, 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 get through all your emails. And I know like just earlier today, I was introducing two people that uh, one was on my show and I had been on the other person's podcast. And I thought, oh, they would be a good match. She would like this person. I'm going to send a referral. Hey, you might want her on your show. So I sent a video to both of them, it, like talking to both of them in the one video. It took me like three minutes. And I said, look, 
you know, Jana, you're a really bright light. I think you're going to love Tracy because she's just got this infectious way of sharing about pricing. And I think you guys are really going to be a good match. So of course I've thrown a few compliments in which were sincere and I truly mean them. Then I get the, you know, then I get the emails back like, oh, you know, they, it's like, I just, you know, went through the list of saying you, you're, you're tall, you're pretty, you're smart. Like, you know, like, it's like, I gave them thousand compliments and, I keep hearing all the time that no one else is doing that, but I just think if nothing else, how much time does it take you to say something nice to someone? Oh, absolutely. And listen, at the end of the day, relationship is born through affinity. And so what you're doing by sending that personalized message, giving those genuine compliments is you are creating affinity with that person mm. in a way that you can't do in the written word in the same way. No. Because much like, you know, we, we get a card from a loved one and we open that card and we feel the energy of emotion from that loved one that's transferred out of their spirit, down through their arm, into the ink, into the pen, onto the page. We feel that emotion. And so video is such a powerful way of conveying that same emotion in a very natural, natural way. So it's, yeah. it's a, no wonder, right? It really does. And the tone is everything because you can't capture that tone in the email. And then also people, there's studies that show that when you read something, you are reading it in the mood that you're in. So if you just had something that was of conflict, right? And then you read like, you know, whatever, let's say this will never happen. But let's say Colin, you and I were having a little bit of a contentious issue about service. And I'm, you know, I'm one of your clients or something. And then when you reply back to me, which is one of my rules with us is like, if there is anything that needs to be addressed, you do not do it through email because then it's just like a quarter law going back and forth. There's no closure. We just, we solve the problem. We jump in, make a phone call, do whatever you talk to the person. But let's say you sent me a video. Cause I'm like, Oh, I thought there'd be more to this or whatever. I'm not entirely sure. I'm happy about the service. When you read back, send it back to me. Hey, Chris, you know, I'm really sorry to hear that. And you start talking, I'm reading it in the irritated tone that I'm in. So even if you say, have a good day, that's going to come out with, yeah, have a good day. <laughs> so the studies have shown you're reading the email based on your emotional, you know, pivot or starting point from where you're at. So that you lose a lot of control when you're writing back and forth and misinterpretation. And I know I often skim emails and think, oh, like later I'm like, oh, they didn't mean it that way because I skipped, I was reading so fast, right? But the other thing too, I noticed, I was talking to this gentleman on Facebook and he had just been wonderful, always making comments on my posts and stuff. And, and then we decided to connect, he was gonna be on the show. Well, we've been going back and forth for like six months. Then he shows up on the show and he has a phenomenally thick, Australian accent. And I'm like, hold on now. I thought I knew you. We've had conversations for six months. And in my head, I had the completely, a completely different person. Like it really changed who he was by hearing his voice. Right. So it can't really be a relationship if I all of a sudden go, whoa, I have to redo everything <laughs> that I've said to you in the last six months and now put it in with a really thick Aussie accent. Right. How interesting that we interpret, we interpret yeah. the world around us based on what we see in here in our heads. Yeah. Our minds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. So tell us what else do you think we're dropping the ball on as far as this goes? So what you've just shared there, right? The way that you will send these video outreach emails to people that you're, you're in, in your mm -hmm. world, there are an infinite number of opportunities in every minute, in every hour, in every day for you to 
approach your relationships with the people around you in a different way, the way that you're doing right now? Because often we just go through the motions in our automatic okay. response, don't we? And okay. so when was the last time that you uh, sent a text to a client? When was the last time that you emailed clients outside of the ordinary run of things? You know, outside of the ordinary cadence, because what happens much like routine and habit and all of that, we fall into a cadence, a rhythm. You know, I wake up at 630. I run, I meditate, I journal, I do this, I do this, I do this. And that cadence often becomes a, a constraint to how we operate. So mm -hmm. always be trying to always trying to look at how you can how you can expand or break through free of that or completely throw it out altogether, right? What could mm. you do totally differently? How could you flip things on their head? How could you flip that entire schedule upside down so that you are really breaking the pattern in a way, okay. in, a in a positive way, right? Because that's interesting. The very first thing I do, I would make a schedule to do that. Now you're telling me to get rid of the schedule. I'd be like, okay, we have to do this once a month, whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. So give it, so in my way, I, people don't have my cell phone. We, we don't communicate. I control points of entry as far as not having distractions and stuff, right? So I'm not a big advocate for me and my clients with texting and stuff like that. That's not how we roll. But I guess what you're saying is be creative with the touch points and don't limit it. Video is an awesome way, but make sure that it's conversational and then you know, I hate to say this, I won't name the person, but uh, somebody I'd done some work with six months ago, and then they got busy. And like, I was a client of theirs. And I reached out a couple of times, and they didn't get back to me. And then the third time they got because I had a question, they got back. I mean, the relationship was over as far as fees go. But then the third time they got back to me, it was like two months later. Well, I know their business had gone through some changes. So now all of a sudden they're reaching out to me. Hey, Chris, how are you? Well, he's doing a mastermind and he's looking for like, no, no. Like you, you were too busy to answer me before. No, I'm good. And then, and then you knew I was getting all these baiting questions. Oh, can you leverage like whatever? So I guess the point you're trying to make is, or making very eloquently is just don't reach out to people when all of a sudden, Oh, you know, business is drying up. I have to go out there and make some friends again. How many times do you see celebrities doing the rounds on the talk shows? Mm. And, and it's like, oh, I haven't seen this guy for a while. He's got a film coming out. He's got a book mm. coming out. There's a new TV series. It's, and you see it with marketers, with entrepreneurs. All of a sudden, their ads start appearing in your Facebook feed. And it's because they're launching a product. They're launching a service. And so, you know, th th there's a, we're all savvy now. We're all, we know mm. we can smell inauthenticity a mile mm. off. So, okay. so the reason for saying throw the schedule out of the window, yes, you've got to schedule things. It's not what I'm saying really. Well, but the idea is that you find your expression of what personalization mm. means to okay. you. And to do okay. that, you've really got to try and experiment, haven't you? You've got to play with the things that work for you. And like you say, Chris, get creative with it. Right. Okay. So that's a good argument. So it's the personalization of it where we often just get, you just dive into business mode even, and also leverage mode as much as I'm all up, like I'm all about when the hour, when the day is all about leveraging everything. And I believe in what we call the 60, 40 win formula. You should be in creation mode 60% of the time, admin mode 40% of the time. And most entrepreneurs are in admin administrative mode 80% of the time, right? So they're always trying to crawl out of, you know, the administrative, the web of admin. 
So I'm all about that. But having said that, as I say to my team, there's things that only I can do. Only I can send a video to somebody from Chris. Only I can show up on somebody else's podcast as a guest. So then I'm really careful and crafting of my time, my schedule and all that stuff so that I can show up and personalize the aspects that do need to be personalized. And I think what you're saying is so many people that's not even on the radar. This is all about leveling up, isn't it? If you haven't yeah. got any kind of schedule in the beginning, you need to have one, right? Right. When you've got a schedule, you need to make sure that you're working, you have the systems that underpin you. So you are staying in the area that is focusing on income generating tasks in the business, focusing on the right. things that are going to scale and grow the business. In order to do that, you have to have freedom within your schedule. Mm. You know the things that you can do today that will move the needle, that will make that difference. Are, does your system, your process, your people, everything that's in place, afford you the freedom to choose and decide mm. that? Mm. That's the thing, yeah. isn't it? Because a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of people at a lot of different levels. And for some people, just to have the schedule in the first place would be such a win. That would give yeah. them such power and, and empowerment to drive their business forward. Yeah. It's levels, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And as I've said before in this show, it's sustaining relationships instead of rotating them because it's so easy man, time goes flat fast and all of a sudden it flies by and you're like, oh, I like I've lost that relationship because I, I just didn't sustain it. So, you know, I, I that was a painful lesson for me is it's not that I meant to drop relationships. You just got busy. Stuff happened. And if, if it's not part of your personalization and marketing, boy, you blink and it's like, what? What? It's Christmas again? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. Yeah, you know, if we have if we have flowers in the garden and we neglect to pour water over those flowers, they're going to wither and they're going to die. Relationships mm. are exactly the same, exactly the same. They need water to survive. Your personalization, your video, mm. your outreach, all of these things that we're talking about, they're just different forms of water in that that flower, that plant. Good point. That I'm not a great gardener, but I do have the basics down. I do need to water them. Okay. So we talked about also, you said, you know, sometimes even a personalization email saying, Hey, this is what happened this week. I constantly struggle with that because I'm a bit of a creature of habit. I'm always, I have what I call pajama itis, meaning that when it gets dark, if it's seven o'clock in the winter or it's eight, nine o'clock in the summer, I need to be in my pajamas. So I like to be home at night. I, I'm not a very, I don't live a big life. Like I, I enjoy my life. I bike ride. I do things like that, but I'm not here, there and yonder. I don't have all kinds of things happening to share with you things that I like, but, oh, I look, I tried a new recipe. Like I, I just don't think that's going to rock your world. So I always struggle with them when they ask you to tell me what's happening this week. Well, I had fun at work. You know, that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's really a, a great point, but the, the, the bottom line of all of this is that we all breathe the same air. Mm. We smile, we feel the same joy. We smile, we share the same emotions. We, we, we shed tears, we feel anger. We feel all of the same things, regardless of our station, our demographic, our position, our culture, all of those things are irrelevant in this. It's universal. And so if we think that that walk we did to buy the paper is meaningless, to share mm. that's that's an issue for us isn't it with with our sense of worth because there is great energy there is great power in the very smallest of things the very smallest of things that's like the the ant thinking themselves insignificant 
compared to the elephant. Mm. They, they each have their unique place and you showing up and sharing that thing that is important to you. That's what creates that connection. People, people connect with that showing up in your way, the way that you described this, uh, describing that person that you introduced was beautiful. That was you being you in the world and, and com communicating in your way, in Chris's way. And that's what I'm kind of advocating here is that right. you, you don't communicate in Chris's way or Colin's way. You find your way. What is right, that? Okay. And you find that by playing and experimenting, even if it's something that feels very mundane to you. Mm, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. My team's always pushed me in that. Kazel, if you're listening, <laughs> she's a, I remember last spring and she's like, Chris, you got to get more personal stuff on social media. I'm like, Kazel, I don't go anywhere. I don't do anything. So I, I did, I went on, I was like, okay, I go on a bike ride every day. So and when it's seasonal and uh, I shared that and all of a sudden there was all kinds of conversation about me on a bike ride, which surprised me. And I do find it interesting in other people. And I guess that's it. When you look on your, you, you self-examine your own life, you think, well, this isn't exciting. I do it every day. But then there were other people going, oh my gosh, I didn't know you biked and all this other stuff, which then just empowered Kazel to be more persistent with me. So it worked against me, but anyhow. <laughs> so, because look, yeah. we, we, we build relationships with people. We don't, we build relationships with, with people right. and, and that has to be real. One of my, one of my clients, I'll share this story really quick. He, he is very consistent in his social media efforts. He does lives. He does, he does free sessions inside of his group. He's, he's, he's rock solid, right? He's, he's, he's better than me. He's better than a lot of people that I come up, come up against. He shared a post about a new refuse bin that he got in his house, a bin that okay. you you um you you talk to it to open the bin right and he oh he just, okay so he, he shared a random post about this this bin in in his house and the amount of engagement and interaction he got with that random post about nothing to do with what he does was like phenomenal you know wow. and it's no, because you look at the you only have to look at the the content that goes viral it's because it connects right. it connects right. on a human level doesn't it Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense. I know for us, when you say that where I live, they are insanely militant about recycling. Like, so what happens is once a month, once a month, people, you put your recycling out and it, I cannot tell you it. I mean, it is like martial law. And lots of times if you get audited, your recycling gets injected or rejected. It's a horrifying experience. We like, you do not understand the emotional toll it takes when you get your recycling rejected. Cause you, because it's a five part process. It's very complicated. And when I first moved here, I kid you not, the, the walk back up the lane with my rejected <laughs> tagged recycling, I was like, okay, stay calm, don't get emotional because you just feel like it's just so horrifying to all of us here. And it's such a big deal. It's the third Monday of every month. And every time they take your recycling, like it's a talk, you call family and friends. Yeah, yeah, I'm cleared. I got through this month. We're awesome. And it's this big to do. So you're right. I mean, I could definitely talk about garbage because it's very time consuming where I live. All right, Colin, that this is insightful and awesome and really does change even me who I, I, I thought I, I'm like, Oh, I do a lot of these things. This is really purposeful. I can, you know, we can expand on that, but it really did sort of change the framework of sort of how I view it. So I'm sure you guys out there got even more. Cause I thought I was all up on this in a bag of chips, right? Colin, where can we reach out to learn more of your brilliance? So you can find out more about me on my website, colinscotland.com. Okay. All the info is on there. Loads of helpful Go resources there. and info. 
and learn from the wise man, Colin. Colin, you've been fantastic. Everybody, his stuff will be in the show notes. Check it out. And uh, until the next episode, we'll see you then. Thanks again, Colin. Thank you so much. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from chris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T from Chris, K-R-I-S dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.